Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Plank and Sell Show with Mark. Celebrating its 10-year anniversary, dominating the podcast world. Archives. It is our official 10-year anniversary show. If you're listening to this as a download, make sure you join us at noon central time, 1 p.m. Eastern time, live on Facebook and on Zoom. But for right now, sit back. I'm going to play for you episode one from March 28th, 2013. This is our official show, first show. We always joke with episode zero. But this is our official first show. It is just me and Sal. There is no guest. There is no nothing. We are still figuring out what we're doing. There's not even an intro. We kind of go right into things and do the show. Sit back and enjoy the very first episode of the Blake and Sal Show. Join us for the live show. And if you can't join us for the live show tomorrow, here on the feed, you will hear the entire live show. Well, I don't know what's going to happen. We're, we're doing it live. So come back and join us tomorrow for the replay of today's live show. For now, though, sit back and enjoy the very first episode of The Blake and Sal Show. Have a good day, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Before we start the show, I'd like to um, open up this panel over to Sal so we can address something very important this week. Take it, Sal. Thank you, Blake. Um, I just wanted to open up the show and say a couple of things. Uh, I'll be very, very brief about it. I'm trying not to be Um, but we recite the national anthem uh we say it's the land of the free and the home of the brave but unfortunately only half that sentence is true we truly cannot be the land of the free when americans are being told who they can and cannot marry it's the 21st century and i really feel like we should get with the program marriage equality is all that we're asking for nothing more nothing less just equality All right, thank you, Sal. Let's get into this. The following interpretation is brought to you by taste and good form.
No, no disrespect uh, intended, Undertaker. I never could hit the, the high notes. Fondumbo. Fandunghole. Fandango. Fandangler. Fan Dodge Durango. Fan Sweet Mango. Fan Wango Tango. Fan Dingo Ate My Baby O. Fan B I N G Bingo was his name O. And if you're not down with that, we have two words for you. You're welcome. I have voices in my head. They counsel me. They understand. They talk to me. And with that, good morning and welcome to the Blake and Sal Show. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. <laughs> oh, man. I am tired, actually, this morning. I just got back from a pretty, about an hour walk to McDonald's and back with 20 kids. That was a fun morning. <laughs> I envy you. Yeah, <laughs> well, I got to see the Easter Bunny, so that was fun. <laughs> Oh god, this is yeah. I your your tech okay. message last night did not wake me up, so don't worry. We'll get to that later. But that was, oh yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to that later on. That okay. tech message that I saw first thing this morning. It was like Parisi watch all over again. Okay, yeah. I went to bed. I didn't even realize it was going on. But anyway, let's get into some wrestling news here to start up the show. Alright, we started the breaking news on Raw that Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be inducting Bruno Sammartino into the Hall of Fame. How did you take this news, Sal? Surprise um, me. You know what? It was interesting. I mean, you know, it, it, getting in with the whole Hollywood element of WrestleMania and how it's always been this big spectacle. Uh, I know Bruno and Arnold are very good friends as far as I know. So uh, I think it's a, a very good choice for someone inducting him you know, finally into the Hall of Fame. I didn't realize we don't have many celebrities this year involved in the, in the WrestleMania at all. I realized that. As far as we know, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I realized there's 10 matches on the card already. And there's no celebrity involvement anywhere. Except for The Rock, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, well. So we'll get to him in a few, trust me. But, um, and then there was another induction, another inductee announcer. I'm going to let this one, just, I have an audio clip for this one. This is worth it. I'll give this one to a Mick Foley's son to make this announcement for me. Hello, I'm Mickey Foley, and I'm your host for The Decision. And today, I have my guest, the hardcore legend, Mick Foley. Thank you very much, uh, Mickey. I knew a decision. Uh, this monumental could only be broadcast uh, on your YouTube channel. Yep. And uh, before I make the decision, I'd like to ask you a question. Um, do you think Bret Hart got a better reaction from the crowd than I did on last night's Raw? I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, uh, it's funny. After giving this careful consideration, uh, the man who will be inducting me into the WWE Hall of Fame will be Al Snow. Really? No. Oh, God. Oh, God. Could you imagine how disappointed people yeah. are? Like, 
millions of channels changing across the <laughs> Kids would be crying on TV. How so? How so? People would take a brick thrown into their TV. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, uh, glad Puppies we had that moment. <laughs> they might indeed. Mickey, uh, the man who will be inducting me into the WWE Hall of Fame will be my mentor and idol, Terry Funk. You heard it here on um, Mickey Foley 0105. Subscribe. The decision. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to play that audio. That was too funny. <laughs> it sounds very professional. Yeah, the Al Snow love was great. <laughs> if anyone's ever read Foley's books, that's where the Al Snow hatred comes from. There's a lot of jokes about Al Snow in every one of his books. <laughs> but that is a very fitting inductee. I, I really like that one. I do. I agree with it. It, it, it couldn't have, be more fitting, to be honest with you. There's nobody else I would say that would be more perfect than Terry Funk. Especially Terry Funk is the Hall of Famer himself. Uh-huh. All right. Um, for those who saw Raw and stayed up for the whole show like I did, I am still tired from that. Um, you saw Booker T on the panel of Hall of Famers. He was not supposed to be in that seat. It was supposed to be Ric Flair. Yes. But he got pulled and sent home because of a, a blood clot in his leg. Yes. Which is dangerous. And this is actually the second one he's had this year. This the moron decided in Japan to fly home with a blood clot in his leg. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm waiting for an update on this story, but that's about it on that. I just wanted to cover that. Now, the WWE champion... We talked about this last week when under it recorded, so we might as well get into it because a lot has happened since then. Uh-huh. The Rock. Uh-huh. Now, before we get into this rant, <laughs> he was on, yesterday morning, he was on um, Michael and Kelly, or Kelly and Michael, whatever the show is, and he did have the title. He did have the title, he did talk about WrestleMania, but then he realized that about okay. an hour before that, he was on Good Morning America and didn't even mention anything. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell's going on? That's interesting. What is the point of the title reign? <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm I going to go out on a limb and say that David Arquette, better WCW champion than The Rock is now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Saying it right now. At least he defended the title. At least he walked around with it. At least he did press with it. I understand that there's some roadblocks... With WWE and certain companies, but I'm saying this right now. David Arquette, better celebrity champion than The Rock. <laughs> oh, God. Funny part, I think Arquette only had the belt for like a week, didn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was about a week and a half. Not three months. <laughs> and then I think he dropped it to Bischoff or something, didn't or like he? Or DDP or something ridiculous like that. I had to look, but something like that. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it had to be said. Someone had to say it, and I'm going to be that person. David Arquette was a better champion than The Rock currently is, because at least David Arquette showed up to Nitro. Oh, yeah, yeah, he didn't have a champion that left that wasn't on the show for three weeks. He was in Japan, yeah, <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> oh god, that was funny. That was great. I can't even follow that line. That was too funny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect it. That's what made it funny. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Um, 
There was a little bit of um, news on Impact last week I just want to get to real quickly. They changed the rules in the X Division. Again. 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 So see if you can follow it. I wrote it down on the run sheet, but I'm just going to try to explain this because, yeah, this is, this is I'm watching it and I'm having trouble understanding these rules. So, there's a 230-pound weight limit. Yes. Which, in my opinion, sucks because that takes some more Joe out of it. Yes. Okay. Every match is now a triple threat. Yes. Fine. I can live with that. In title matches, the winner is the champion. The person who isn't pinned will advance to the next title match. Okay. The person who was pinned will be in a triple threat match. The next, like a number contendership triple threat match with two other guys in the X Division advancing to the title match with the two guys that were in the match already. Okay. That's it. <laughs> like, what the hell? Why do they have to make it so confusing? I don't know. Hopefully, watching it on TV will make it easier to understand. But that was yeah. that. <laughs> they started this last Thursday, and I, I, I kind of got where they were going, but I think this is a follow-up at this point. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I totally get it, too. It's just, um, it's, trying to explain it, I think, is kind of hard to grasp the concept. This is also coming from but, a company that only has four pay-per-views. They cut yeah. one of the best pay-per-views on their schedule in Destination X, which is the Exodus pay-per-view. Right. And... Now they have to do title matches on Impact. World title matches on Impact. Because they just announced Bully Ray versus Jeff Hardy in a title match rematch in like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how long that lasts, though. So. All right, moving on. Um, Jerry Lynn. Great Jerry Lynn. Retired over the weekend. And mm-hmm. um, I'm still waiting to get some video from this. I really want to see this match in the goodbye speech. Apparently it was a hell of an emotional night. But, uh, this might be the ridic- most ridiculous injury I've ever had in a long time. Sean Waltman. <laughs> he's become the joke of the freaking wrestling world this week. Even though he almost died. <laughs> from what I read. <laughs> he got injured. <laughs> while doing the Bronco Buster. He and he tore his ass. <laughs> How else do you word that? It's no other way. In my opinion, <sighs> and I was talking to Mandy about this. And she said, this officially tops. Do you remember when Randy Orton got hurt? He busted up his shoulder, I think it was, doing his fist pounding before the RKO on a hate review? <laughs> I do remember that. I remember that. Mandy says this tops that for what's ridiculous injury. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Randy Orton yeah, topped Vince McMahon to for me. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with Mandy. Well, Randy did top Vince McMahon when he dove into the ring and hurt his quads when he came to restart the Royal Rumble back in 05. <laughs> Which is still one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. <laughs> so, and um, did you hear the Chris Masters story before I wrote it on this paper? Uh, website. Well, this is, I, this is it's a great story. Because... Apparently, his mom was caught in her apartment in her house with her neighbor, who barricaded her in. And then, when the cops showed up, he lit the ho- he lit the house on fire. So Chris shows up and breaks down breaks down a window with a tree, pulling it out of by the roots. Went in, went in, got his mom, and then the cop went in and got the neighbor. <laughs> I was like, "Are you insane?" <laughs> 
This can't be why, a real story. <laughs> why does this sound like a really bad TNA storyline? Or it's like a super. This should be a WWE thing now. You should just give him a contract now. <laughs> For no other <Yeah>. reason. <laughs> they should give him a contract just because of this. He should earn. It. He should have earned it here. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Imagine him looking at like a superhero costume or something. I'd be freaking funny as hell. The Hurricane 2. Oh, God. I miss the Hurricane. I do miss the Hurricane. <laughs> all right. Um, you know, I, I love breaking news, but this was crazy last night with all these... Um, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Maybe imagine how yesterday. Tell the world I'm coming home. Love this Let song. The rain <laughs> I don't really like Diddy's song, but I really like this song. So, <laughs> obviously on Raw, they added on a... Jericho Fandango. Take that for what it's worth. <laughs> are you are you at all looking forward to this match? Nope. Because for some reason, Mandy's dad is. <laughs> I don't know why. Does your, does Mandy's dad like dancing with the stars? No, he just thinks this is a freaky gimmick. Oh. <laughs> I don't understand his love for this. You know what I would love to see? I would love to see that little picture of him in the background that gets all sparkly. Yeah. When he walked to the ring, I would love to see that malfunction. <laughs> that would be freaking hysterical. On WrestleMania, his first match, I would love to see that malfunction. Pyro screw up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then also they announced um, on Wednesday morning, they announced Intercontinental Championship, Wade Barrett versus The Miz. Now, I thought they were trying to push him back to WWE title. Well, apparently they can't because Rock's champion. So. <laughs> but I want to know what happened to Cesaro. Wasn't he in a rivalry with Cesaro for like four months? Including at the Rumble? Yeah, that's true. So, what happened there? Uh, I think everyone realized how lame having Cesaro as champion is now. Well, it, Although this would have been a good opportunity for him to drop the title, but yeah, true. I like I like Cesaro as a wrestler, but the gimmick's got to change. Yeah, the gimmick's got to go. So I really like him as a wrestler. And finally, announced last night. Um, wow, I can't believe I have, I'm actually going to read this match. Rhoda's <laughs> Clay, Sweet Tea, Sweet Tea, and baby. the Funkadactyls <laughs> taking on Team Root Scholars and the Bella Twins. <laughs> Sweet tea, baby. <laughs> I'm really reading this. Um, I did read that this was going to be the WrestleMania pre-show on YouTube. I haven't heard that yet. Is that official? Um, it, I think it was on WWE.com, but like when you, you know, when you hover your mouse over the picture and it gives you like the name of the link or whatever. Yeah. Um, it did say pre-show. Okay, that's then, good then. That's good news. I didn't know that. So, that that's actually news to me. I don't know if they actually confirmed it yet or not. Yeah, because as of last night, I didn't see that. Because I was looking it up last night doing other things. I did not see that. That would make sense, at least. Put that in, like, the Battle Royal. Put that in the yeah. pre-show. Because the pre-show's an hour on YouTube. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I found that out. I didn't know that. It, the pre-show's actually going to be an hour this year. So the whole WrestleMania is pretty much four and a half hours then, right? Well, actually, pay-per-view's four hours. So then five hours. Five hours. Pre-show. Yeah. If you have the wow. pre-show in... You get, and, and you got to think, people in the in, in at Life Field to get there, realize they're going to be there six, close to six hours. Wow. 
And then the other match I got written down here, the possibility would be Caitlyn AJ. I could see that happening. With I don't know, because it could either be a match or they just throw Caitlyn in Team Hell Knows Corner. I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. Yeah, that's true. Well, the way WWE.com has it right now, it looks like they're setting up a match. Which right. I think that has the most backstory of any match on the card, besides Rock and Cena. <laughs> so, I agree. I don't know. By the way, I'm looking at WWE.com, and I don't see pre-show on here yet, so maybe they haven't updated it yet. Okay. So, oh, Diddy's coming to WrestleMania. That just broke. Who is? Diddy. Oh, yay. Well, he's, he's, he's doing the theme song. That doesn't make sense. They should have Bon Jovi play. <laughs> what was the last time they had a rock band as the theme music for Mania? Uh, oh, good question. Wasn't that WrestleMania 20? Maybe. Because I remember um, Drowning Pool. Was that music? Drowning Pool, yeah. I, do remember about, that. I love that song so much. Uh, I, uh, yeah, that's... I remember that song. I remember that song because that was actually the second Drowning Pool album. The one after the guy died. Mm-hmm. So, um... Yeah, this is a rated 20. Yeah, this is WrestleMania 20. Ever since WrestleMania 20, they've been doing pretty much rap songs. Nothing says Jersey like Diddy. Yeah, well, <laughs> Ciroc. Yeah, yeah. I, I got nothing. I, I don't even know. They haven't even announced if they're doing anything special for like the um, for like the um, not for like American Beautiful or anything. So I don't know anything about that yet. I'm looking at they actually look. And they just literally announced this on WWE.com. I'm just reading the article or fast. It just says he's been performing. I'm assuming he's going to be coming home. Yeah. Which at least that's a good song. I can live with that. But he would. He, funny part is he didn't even perform at the friggin' um re, re, relief show for um the twelve 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 relief show. But he was there. <laughs> but don't perform uh, at WrestleMania. Go figure that out. <laughs> but then me and stuck with Kanye at the twelve 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 show. Anyway, that's a rant for a different day. That's <laughs> a rant for a different day, especially when uh, technically, if you get the album for the twelve 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 show, Kanye was never there. I have, well, I have the album, so I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Today's Thursday. So, Saturday, ROH putting on a house show. This is only, okay, this is weird to say this, but ROH house shows are actually a big deal. Okay. In the Ring of Honor world. Because they put all their match shows on DVD. Oh. And on, they're on demand now, on demand service on their website. And this actually is important because it sets up the pay-per-view. This is actually an important show. So, um, on this show, you got the ROH World Champion, Kevin Steen, taking on Mark Briscoe. The winner will face Jay Briscoe at Super Current of Honor next weekend in New York. Interesting. <laughs> the American Wolves, Dave Richards and Eddie Rivers, will take on Caprice Coleman and Hedrick Alexander. Um, Red Dragon... Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly will take on Alabama Attitude, which is the worst name. <laughs> I don't think you guys are actually from Alabama. Um, <laughs> and this is in North Carolina, which is even funnier. Corey Hollis and Mike Posse. <laughs> a Proving Ground match. Proving Ground match, because I know you don't have these in WWE, which I wish they did. 
is the champion have fights against one or more guys, and if they pin the champion, they automatically get a title shot. Which is nice. Okay. So it's um, television champion Matt Taven versus ACH versus Rodney Strong versus Jay Lethal. And I would assume Matt Taven is not going to win this match because he doesn't have an opponent at the pay-per-view yet. <laughs> um, and then they have the Scum versus ROH matches, which is always fun. <laughs> <laughs> Rhett Titus versus BJ Whitmer. Mike Mondo, which you know as Mikey from the Spirit Squad. <laughs> yep. Um, in Grizzly Redwood, which I think is actually shorter than Hornswoggle, versus two random members of Scum, and they just recently announced Michael Algren versus Adam Page. <laughs> which I don't really know why that match is going on on this show, and not on the pay-per-view. <laughs> okay. <laughs> take a breath from the wrestling world, we'll take a quick musical song here. I'm going to cue up a song from this past week's Glee. With, with guilty pleasures, mm-hmm. and um, and they did actually perform this song on the show. So um, let's throw this on, and we'll be back in a minute. Jitterbug. 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 Good luck getting this out of your head, people. I'm sure you dance in there, Sal. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about a show on Glee this week that actually did that song. They did Copacabana against all odds, Wannabe, Bobby Brown's My Prerogative, and Mamma Mia. Nice. All on this week's show. It was a fun night, I gotta admit. It was the most fun I've had in a while. Watching <laughs> Glee. Um. Well, there was a topic of conversation that I wrote down on here that got, showed, got caught up on the um, podcast that they do. And mm-hmm. it's an interesting question. Should there be a divide between a musician and their actions? Meaning, no. in that show, they were talking about Chris Brown. Right. The douchebag himself. Yeah. I'm not a fan of music at all. I'm just not a fan of his music. But the, the case ah. they were making was Chris Brown is a douchebag. Fine. But if you like his music, you like his music. That's fine, right? Yes or no? To an extent, yes. I mean, I used to like his music up until all that crap happened, and I kind of stopped listening to him. But, I mean, I can see how, you know, you can like the music still, but not like the person. I can I can totally see that. I mean, didn't that the same thing with, like, a Michael Jackson before he died, because yes. he was exactly. really loony, but everyone still had his music. Exactly. And um, the other thing was like, we performed Rihanna songs, and she went back to the scumbag. Which is true. Eh, but it happens. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't. I, 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 I'm not a fan of his. But I do agree, though. Sometimes, depending on your taste in music, I mean, how, how many people love Nirvana? And this is gonna probably get me killed, but but Kurt Cobain, he OD'd. But everyone loves Nirvana. You know what it's, I mean? It's the same mentality. It's true. But it's true. Now, yes, I wrote this question down. And I do want an answer. I can look it up on Spotify real fast. And you can tell them I did look up the drowning pool song. <laughs> I have six. You have six? I have text six. Me a couple of them and I can find them real fast. And I'll play one of mine real fast. <laughs> I will play one of mine real quickly because I will admit that I do love this song. <laughs> it just wants to load now because now my Spotify wants to go slow. I could do a drowning pool in two seconds, but this song I can get. <laughs> How does that make any sense? Come on, play. Do you really want it? Do you really want it? Do you really want it? Clearly, I see him have walked out. While I try to get sound back, I'm going to put the song. Do I get sound back on it? I was bringing through the song up while I was waiting to get you back on the air. I like that song only because it reminds me of Italy. That was the summer I went to Italy and that was the big song there for the World Cup. I just I heard this song for them and probably was during that World Cup where I just fall in love with this song. Yep. I can look it up on my end here. This is where the fun begins. It's a safe zone. As they said on Glue this week, it's a safe zone. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, it's a great song. Yes, people, off the record, I am a straight one. <laughs> Welcome to the land of fame, access. Am I gonna fit in? All right, give me a song here, so I can play one of yours. I'm ready to Yeah. 
the actual the song. In my taxi cab. <laughs> Everybody's looking at me now. Like, who is that chick? All right, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to go for Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I really feel like I'm on a radio show.
God. <laughs> you know, later I, on, I'm going to go through this show, and I'm going to write all this stuff down. I'm like, did I really play these songs? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to fall on these guilty pleasure because it's just amazing. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Um, I I just I put Celebrity Apprentice down just so I could play my weekly Gary Busey quote of the week. There's no other reason. Because <laughs> I did love... The only reason I watched Celebrity Apprentice at this point is because of Gary Busey. And Trey Zachary. But Gary Busey. I can see fart gas. A lot of people can't, but I can. F-A-R-T stands for feeling erectile transmission. And Lisa Lenny is so good at that. She couldn't stop. She sounded like... A symphony of farting trombones. <laughs> Can't make that up. <laughs> all right. Um. Long. All right. Moving on. So I'll take it over. Go to the big brother. I need to cut my breath. <laughs> oh my. Um. Well, big brother. What's going on in the Big Brother world? I think they're here to put Canada down. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, well, I still haven't watched this week's yet. I like to hold off for a few days and then just watch a whole couple in a row. But um, last week was the double elimination. And ironically, the two people that were the biggest threats both left the house, which is uh, a good thing for the rest of the housemates. Um, the peen scandal still continues in that with the. Uh, clash of uh, what tom did to alec and um but tom was voted out of the show and um alec spoiler alert is the new hoh so it'll be interesting to see how he works with the uh with the rest of the housemates and uh one other note that i would like to mention that um big brother canada i mean excuse me big brother america this season i think they're going to have to compete because i really truly feel like this season the first season of big brother canada by far the best Big Brother I have seen in all the years that I've watched Big Brother oh, America. That says a lot. Yeah. That says a lot. Um, are you doing any of the tryouts or are you skipping this year? Uh, well, the one at the Mohegan Sun was today. Clearly, I'm not there. Obviously, you're uh, here. I think I might. I'm thinking I might just do a, a video and email it. Yeah, because I was doing Chicago on Saturday. I read that. Oh. But, um,. Yeah, I heard that. They're doing it on Saturday. Interesting. But, all right, let's take a breath because we've been playing a lot of music in the last 15 minutes. I'm just going to throw to a song and just to get a breather and probably grab another soda. I love this song, by the way. Uh, it's the new Blake Shelton off his it. new album that came out this week. It's called Sure Be Glad If You Did. Cool If You Did. We back in a bit. I really am grabbing a soda. <laughs> I was gonna keep it real like chill Like only have a drink or two But it turned into a party When I started talking to you Now you're standing in the neon Looking like a high I wanna be on Baby, it's your call No pressure at all you don't have to throw on back your pretty big lemonade shooter and lean a little closer. You don't have to keep on smiling 
Cause you've already knocked me down. Alright, I'm back. I did see that message just pop up on the screen about the press conference. Okay. I turned it on, but that was not totally distracting. <laughs> totally, I, my mind would be over there and I don't read it. I do have NHL Network on my screen, on my TV here. Just as far as you want to go. So, um, moving on. Speaking of, you just brought up that, but we'll get, before we get to the um, more news-oriented stuff, let's get to some Devils hockey. Patrick Wire, who takes the puck, gets around Ilya Kovalchuk, still going, and it's swept aside by Brodor, and a penalty coming up against New Jersey. As this the back, back to be a could goal. this go in? Yes! <laughs> left for the extra attacker and this crowd is stunned at PNC Arena <laughs> you know I I I rarely tune in the games on time mainly because usually the games start and I'm eating dinner mm-hmm. but when I heard I, my phone was going crazy when that puck went in the net and I'm like what the hell is going on wow it was a it was absolutely amazing. I was I was all over my phone. I was on Facebook. I was on Twitter. I was texting like thirty people at the same time. It was it was amazing. I was I was so glad I got to see that. But wow, what, that was a I, see. I'm someone who got to see Marty's first goal in person. I was there at the Continental Arena on April seventeenth, nineteen ninety seven, game one against Montreal. That was one of the most unbelievable moments I've ever heard, ever experienced in my life. I bet. I mean, I don't. I I always refer to those kind of moments as the hug a stranger moment. Yes. When you just you're celebrating, you don't care who's around you. You just hug the next first person by you. That yep. was the first time I ever experienced that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was an experience beyond anything I've ever. I didn't hear the Hey song for a good minute and a half because it was so loud in that arena. Yeah. When that happened. So, um. The Devils didn't win that game, by the way. <laughs> Who cares? They did beat Carolina four to one. We need. I'm just upset one. that uh, Carolina scored because um, I mean, um, Carolina. Yeah, you're right. Carolina scored. Yeah, Carolina. Yeah. I was upset that they scored the goal only because would have had the uh, game. I thought that would have been for a goaltender to have. It would have You know what? I looked this up. That would have been his second game winner. Hmm. He did have one before. Which one? The oh, was that the, the second Philadelphia one? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, that wasn't his game winner. I had to look it up. I wasn't 100% sure. But it would have been the first goal he'd ever been a goal. One. It would have been a goal, a shutout, and our game winner all the same game. That would have been the first time. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was pretty cool. And then they also, they had they played Florida. Why did it, Why was it only a 2-1 win? I don't understand that. They played uh, Florida. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, okay, you, you start the game, right, against Florida? Yes. What happened with this Kovalchuk injury? I only saw the replay. He, from what I can tell, he just tripped and just crashed into the boards. Like, no one touched him. He did it on his own. Wow. Like, idiot. Wow. Well, he's out two to four. I've been hearing now that it's less than four. It'll probably be closer Better to two be. to three. But um, that's almost the entire season. At this point. That is the rest of the season, yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm looking at the schedule, and I'm like, he comes back for, what, the Rangers game at the end of April? If this is the worst-case scenario? Yep. All right. And then, of course, they went into Ottawa, and they can't seem to beat Ottawa this year. Why can't they beat Ottawa? (laughs) 
this reminds me of that rivalry that we had with them back, I think, in the in the 90s 96. when they knocked us out of the uh, playoffs. 96. 96. I don't, I'll never forget that game. I'll never, 96 and 98. 98, they beat us in the, 96, they caused the playoff spot. And then 98, they beat us in the playoffs. Yep. Yep. My sister was actually working in that game because she worked at the middle lines at that time, and she was working in that game and that, that series. And she said, I've never seen the arena empty that fast. Wow. Then after that, after they lost that series. Wow. Um, with the training deadline coming up, the Devils did make a move. Kind of surprised me, actually. The uh, And by the way, can I say it's really strange seeing 2015 in trade? In trade? It's, it's kind of weird. When we haven't even gotten to the 2013 yeah, draft yet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I can never pronounce this guy's name right. Is in um, Matt D. De- I cannot pronounce this. D'Agostini. D'Agostini. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. So we got we got him and a conditional seventh rounder in 2015. They're going to be the best player on the ice that year. <laughs> and the twenty and a fifth rounder, 2015. We got we got we, we sent there. So there you go. Um, what do you think of this trade? Eh. I mean, I've seen the. I mean, I've I've gotten to see this kid play for a game or two. He seems pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I'm usually pretty cautious with the new kids until they actually prove themselves. They don't get my approval until they start working. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he called Chuck so much. Yeah, um, well, he hasn't done jack shit. <laughs> and uh, I just wrote this down because I really wanted to say that Marty got a 666 win the other day. I just really wanted to say that out loud. Yep. <laughs> and um, there's no other reason why I wrote that down. <laughs> um, continuing on. And local. Got to go local here. Help out, Corbini and Holzer is there, played it to the half wall, Smith on the left wing to the left point for Jonas Yarvinen. Yarvinen with a wrister through traffic, tipped in front, SCORE! Brad Winchester on the doorstep! Brad Winchester will put the puck in after Yarvinen shot through a screen. Winchester's seventh of the season at 123, gives Milwaukee an early 1-0 lead. Don't you love our commentator guy here? Don't you love him? He's pretty good. He's awesome. I met him. He's actually a really funny guy. But um, the Admirals, they can't get they, – they had this awesome streak going on. They had a six-game or oh, seven-game point streak going nice. into last night's game. And then they ended it. They blew it in a one nothing shutout. Wow. I, I was just like, really? But um, at least, I got to say, at least, and I'm going to the game Saturday in Chicago. But um, they it did win the um, Amtrak Rivalry Cup. The other night. So that was a big deal. They beat Chicago. It's the Milwaukee-Chicago rivalry here. And it's like Rangers and the Devils for us. So, it's a pretty big Oops. deal. So, that was a very big deal when that happened. So, now we get to the NHL news. And I literally, when I was writing on my notes for this show, I actually wrote the rich get richer. Yep. Talking about the Pittsburgh Penguins. Their 14-game winning streak, which probably would get more news if it wasn't for the Miami Heat. Who finally lost that line, by the way. Yes, they did. Which I could not care less either way. But um, but then I cannot believe these steals that they're getting. Um, do you have the trade, today's trade up on your screen? Because I don't have it on mine yet. No, not yet. Let me see if I can look it up real fast. But I'll just do the um, Brendan Murrow trade. Dallas, I can't believe Brendan Murrow made this trade, no trade clause, by the way. <laughs> that surprised me. <laughs> but, um... The um, Brendan Morrow is now a Pittsburgh Penguin. 
for Joe Morrow. Are they related? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm just wondering. I, just, I thought about that after I wrote this. I mean, swap some draft picks around. That's not a big deal. I, I don't make a big deal out of draft picks. Unless they're first-rounders. Right. But then last night, and I, okay, I'm just going to read what my phone says. Because this made me laugh. And you probably got the same messages that I did. The Flames agreed to a trade to trade to only get him up to the Boston Bruins. Yes. According to TSN. And then, literally an hour later, <laughs> this is the time frame, it's at 11.34 p.m., that's north. And then 12.39, Flames trade to go McGinley to the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, my God. For a bunch of people I don't care about. <laughs> and a first-round pick. <laughs> really? <laughs> what the hell? How do they keep doing it? <laughs> I know. How do they keep getting these players? What the, For a team that at one time was bankrupt, they keep doing this this season. They're stealing players practically at this point. You know what I just I just read online? I didn't even realize that next season the salary cap's going down to $64.3 million. Oh, is that next year? Yeah. I, I did not realize that was next year. I didn't realize it either. I thought we had a couple more years left. So I'm kind of curious to see where the Penguins are at because uh, with Malkin and um, Latang and the other douchebag and now him, I'm kind of curious to see. Well, the, between them and Minnesota, they're going to have some problems next year if that's the case. Minnesota doesn't exist to me anymore. Well, I'm just making a point. They might have some issues <laughs> with their salary issues now, too. All right, I'm looking at the standings over here, and um, we are now a solidly in seventh place. Seventh place, yes, we are. It's nice to see. How the hell did Toronto get the sixth place? How did that happen? <laughs> a luck. This is an interesting top eight, I have to admit. Pittsburgh, obviously. Uh, Montreal, Winnipeg, a lot of, a lot of Canadian teams. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's actually surprising. Montreal, Winnipeg, Boston, Ottawa, Toronto, Jersey, and the New York Rangers. Wow. Actually, all the yeah, it looks like it's all the Canadian teams in the East are in the top eight. Um, and, and in the West, Vancouver's also in there too. The, yeah, yep. wow. The only two teams, Edmonton and Calgary, are the only ones that aren't in the playoff hunt right now. Get with the program. Well, Edmonton's still in the... They're both in the playoff, huh? But it's not in the top eight currently. Yeah. But um, I'll get to the West in a second because i got to bring something up in the West. But I'll get to the West in a second. But the Islanders are still in. Do you think the Islanders can make it? I I pray to everything that is holy that the Rangers don't make it and the Islanders do. Only for the simple fact that I want to shut up those blue sweaters. All right. And you got Carolina, which is inching. I don't think Washington's going to do it. I honestly don't think so. I think it's too little, too late. Yeah, they're on. They lost again, so I don't think so. And then everybody else is just the bottom feeders at this point. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, how the mighty have fallen. Mm-hmm. They only got twenty-eight points so far. They're they barely above play. Florida. I know their goaltender stinks, but wow, <laughs> the mighty have fallen. And then over in the West, we got Chicago, Anaheim, the team you don't like mentioning, Vancouver. <laughs> Detroit, L.A. in sixth place. That means they won't win the cup because they're in sixth place, not eighth. St. Louis and San Jose. And much like the Western Conference always is, you've got a bunch of teams fighting for that eighth spot and the Mm -hmm. seventh spot, apparently, too. Nashville, Dallas, Columbus. Edmonton might have a shot. But 
I'm more I'm more impressed by Columbus. They are a good team this year. Yes, they are. I, I did not expect them to be this good. I, I'll be honest with you. Uh-huh. They um they were what were they on like an eight game winning streak the other day? Yeah, something like that. It's ridiculous. I mean, they if they don't make the playoffs, they will. They, they're going to be hard fought if they don't make the playoffs. But at least they tried. I'll give them a lot of credit for. Yeah, trying. they're only. Uh, limits out. They're not there. They can still do it. Yeah. Um, and finally, in Tampa, is anyone else that not anyone else shocked at all that they fired their head coach? No. I mean, I, I'm actually only surprised because of the shortened season. More than anything else. But um, they fired Guy Boucher and brought in John Cooper. I think Cooper. it was time. Yeah, they brought in John Cooper. I don't really know who John Cooper is. But um, there's that. Um, yeah, I don't know. That didn't shock me. But at the same time, I was surprised. Does that make any sense at all? No, it does. It does. I mean... I felt the same way. I don't know. All right. Well, I believe that's it for the sports news. Do we have anything else that you're thinking of? Are we good? Are there anything else breaking that I'm missing today? Uh, nothing that I see. Okay, cool. Uh, let me just quickly get a plug out for um, Puzzles and Polish. Next Saturday is the Autism Speaks Walk Now. For And Christian's Cruisers will be walking in it, obviously. I've taken off work. I will be there. So we are looking for walkers. So if you're in the area and you not want zombies, to... not zombies, please. Not zombies. That's, that's, that's a different thing altogether. <laughs> that's a different kind of walker. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. We're talking about that. <laughs> but um, if you're if you would interested in walking with us, contact Mandy. Jump on the Facebook page. I'll throw a link up on the um, on the YouTube page when I post this. We are looking for anybody that wants to walk with us. It's in the area next Saturday, the day before WrestleMania. So, um, that's a pretty big deal. Um, and also, I would like to also say next week is going to be a busy week here, as far as podcasts are concerned. If everything goes right, next Wednesday night into Thursday morning, there should be four shows up. Nice. There'll be our show, and we're hoping to get a couple of special guests to help us out next week. And then we will do a uh, WrestleMania pre-show with Mandy. Mm-hmm. I will be doing an ROH pre-show for Supercard of Honor, and I might have a guest for that one as well. And then me and Mandy will be doing an a- a- um, ACM pre-show, or just me and her, immediately following. Excellent. And I might be drinking by the time that show starts. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, um, I think we're done here. I think we got everything covered. I think we did. So, um, thank you all for listening. Yes, this one actually recorded. Excellent. So, I've actually been tracking that this entire show. And, uh, we're gonna go out with some My Chemical Romance, who broke up. Rest in peace. Yeah, I do love this song so much. People are wondering, no, I'm not gonna play the entire five-minute rendition of this song, but I do love this song so much. Um, thank you for listening to the Blake and Sal Show. This is the, I'm officially calling this episode one. Okay, last good. week was such a clusterfuck, and I wrote it down as episode <laughs> zero in the blog. And uh, I would like to invite our listeners to uh, leave any comments down below on our YouTube page if they have any suggestions or questions for us. Yep, and that sounds like a plan either on the YouTube page or on the blog. Either way you look at it, we will read and any comments. Or if you just want to come on the show and talk to us. Either way you look at it, we are open to it. 
This is only episode one. We plan on doing this for a while. Or until Sal goes back to work and can't do anything like <laughs> One or the other. We have until I become a productive member of society. Yes, yeah, so we'll figure it out then. Um, until next week, when we get into WrestleMania week. Woohoo! This is Blake. That is Sal. Woohoo! We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. For more information on our show, including where you can find us on social media or watch the show on YouTube, go to theblakeandsalshow.com. Don't forget to comment or leave a rating and review, and we will read it on the show. Thank you so very much. Goodbye, and good night.